0: What you do for a living matters. People can feel that. Your customers can feel that. You're listening to the Audible Ready Podcast, the show that helps you and your teams sell more faster. We'll feature sales leaders sharing their best insights on how to create a sales engine that helps you fuel repeatable revenue growth. Presented by the team at Force Management, a leader in B2B sales effectiveness. Let's get started.
1: Hello, and welcome to the Audible Ready Podcast. I'm Rachel Klepp-Miller, joined today by Patrick McLaughlin, known to many as affectionately as Patty Mack.
0: Hey, Rachel, how are you?
1: I'm good. I hope you are as well. Um, Yes, I am. Good, good. So Patty Mack sent us all at Force Management an email a few months ago and I was going through my own inbox, cleaning it up, and I saw it and I thought it would be a great topic for a podcast. So that is what we are bringing you today. It has to do with this idea of being content with just being good enough, right? We've all, it's, it's good enough and being content with that. Patty Mack, you called it the difference between mediocrity and greatness.
0: Yeah. Um, you know, you think as a salesperson, you try to be elite, you can call it being elite. You can call it being greatness, whatever you really want to call it. But every day we have to get up and we have to decide, am I going to phone it in or am I going to do the work? And it's critical in sales that we do the work to be successful. While we may not like the grind, you know, we all want the results and what separates or what makes it worth it. What separates good from great is something I ask salespeople every day.
1: Right, that, that grind can, can wear on you, especially in the environment that, that we're in right now. And I know this, this concept that we're talking about, this discussion, came to you while you were sitting in your own home office where you have two signed basketballs.
0: Yeah, so I'm a, I'm a big sports collector and a lot of autographed baseballs, basketballs, and footballs. And on one of the shelves, there's two basketballs. And one is signed by a team in 2011, 2012, the Charlotte Hornets, where I live here in Charlotte. And statistically speaking, they went down as the worst team in the history of the NBA. I think their record was like seven and 59 during that uh, shortened season. But next to that Hornets basketball, I have another ball and it was signed by Kobe Bryant. So you have one ball collectively signed, and these are still great athletes, right? But they they are, statistically speaking, the worst team in the history of the NBA. And another basketball arguably signed by one of the most successful and hardworking players in the game. Some say he's probably in the top five basketball players of all time. And when you look at the basketballs, they're both basketballs. They're both the same manufacturer, the same size. When you think about the game of basketball, it's played with the same size hoop, the same measurements up and down the court by every player. So what was the difference? What was the difference between that team and that individual? And I think it all comes down to execution.
1: Right. And that's why I think it's such a good reminder for salespeople, those of you listening out there right now. And. It also made me think, Patrick, we talk a lot about sales fundamentals and the importance of them. And sometimes we can get lazy. I mean, I've even heard some of the most veteran sellers on our team say, oh man, that's selling one-on-one. I just didn't do that, right? We shortcut fundamentals. And when you do that, it always comes back to bite us.
0: Oh, absolutely. So the irony was, I was in a virtual class, and I looked up and I noticed these basketballs. And I was also in the middle of a command of the message training, and we were doing the role plays. And I had some people that were executing great role plays. They were putting in the work. They were challenging themselves to get better, and using the methodology, and working hard. And then there were some who, well, this is a role play. It's not really actual. I won't say they were cynics, but they were participating. And I really thought, well, what's driving some of them to work really hard while others don't? And I once had a coach in sports during high school that said, you cannot practice soft and expect to play hard. And when I think back to that evening with all of those role play participants, everybody was using the same tools. They were all selling the same solutions, but each had different results. And that was all dependent on the amount of work that they put in. Probably very similar to what Kobe did and compared to other basketball players in the National Basketball Association.
1: Right, right. And when we think about that NBA comparison, you said it earlier in in Kobe's death, as tragic as it it was, he was, celebrated for how much work he did put into what he did. And even for non-basketball fans out there, he had a 10 rule system he followed. And there's some good words of wisdom in there for those of us who are looking for motivation to to move beyond mediocrity.
0: Yeah. Um interesting that you bring it up. So after the after that training and thinking about Kobe and what he did, I, I went and Googled. I remember him putting it out years ago and it was something that I, I thought was interesting and I could apply to, to my job as a salesperson and then even more importantly as a, as a facilitator here at, at force management. So I printed them out and I put them up on a, on a bulletin board here in my office here at home. And so I'll, I'll read them out to you, but I, I, think they, I think they resonate with what we're trying to do. His first one was elevate others. And when I think about that great salespeople or great sales leaders take people to a place they can't get on their own. The second one was want it the most. That was interesting, right? When I think about sellers, they don't give up. They, they consistently work at their process. When I think about when we develop champions and opportunities, we tend to cut corners with our champions and really it's, it's wanting it the most and working really hard with our, our champions. Three was expect excellence right? Isn't that what we try to do on a daily basis when we interact with our clients is deliver excellence to them and deliver excellence as it either making call targets, but more importantly, making our, making our number, driving our revenue, driving our quota performance, be a champion. You know, when you think about that, you know, we think about excellence and being a champion, you know, customers are judging us on every interaction, focus on winning. Ooh, pretty interesting right we do that every day we 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 get involved in a sales pursuit right it's how do we put ourselves in a position to win so always be focusing on winning was really important i thought love what you do wow right? John Kaplan, our our founder, right? He always talks about, you know, what you do for a living matters. People can feel that your customers can feel that. And when I think about it, every interaction that I have with a customer, they're making a judgment call, not just on me or my solution, but I mean, not just on my solution and what it has to offer, but they're also making a judgment on me, right? And how, how enthusiastic, how proud am I for who I, who I work with? Seven was don't jump the ship. Wow, right? Think about now with COVID and all the different uh, excuses that we could have, right? And and we're always running into obstacles, be the obstacles in, in deals, but then obstacles in our personal life, obstacles, uh, outside influences that are affecting the economy. Eight was pretty interesting because I always, I tie eight to what I think modern-day salespeople need to do. Number eight was learn from the best, right? And I think a modern-day salesperson, they need to continually invest in their skills and knowledge. I was watching Nick Saban, who some say is the greatest college football coach of all time at Alabama, and, and he made a comment. He said, you know, I never invented any of this. All I did was learn from others and implement it. Nine was put curiosity first. Hmm, pretty interesting, right? When I think about the best sellers, they're very customer-centric. They deeply understand customers' needs and they, def- and they fulfill them better than anyone else. And then lastly, inspire people next to you. You know, we talk about this in, in Command of the Message, in, in our manager days, hold yourself accountable to greatness, but more importantly, hold everyone you work with accountable to greatness. So those were the 10. And I think they all, I think they resonate. I think they resonate very well with what uh, our sellers are doing on a daily basis.
1: Yeah, and to provide some some good motivation for those of us out there who are working in foggy sales environments. I know some of you out there are in the grind, in some murky waters when it comes to trying to push pipeline, grinding against that number this year. We know it is not easy. Uh, and I think the point you're trying to make here, Petty Mac, is that- if you focus on the work, you focus on these tenants, the rewards will come. You can move from mediocrity to greatness. I know that you have a lot of sales experience, and I'm curious what you did as a as a rep or as a manager to, to pull through foggy quarters or or years. What's your advice to some of those reps out there listening right now?
0: Yeah, that's a that's a that's a great ask and great question. You know what I, w- I I did I focused on the basics and and it actually in in preparing to to come on this podcast with you I was thinking back to something that I read once um, and and it actually ties back to Kobe Bryant was um, somebody won or you know won a raffle or or got to um, one witness or sit in on Co- a private Kobe Bryant practice and they you know they were thinking oh were they going to see him launching three pointers or and massive dunks during practice and it wasn't what it was was a practice totally committed to the fundamentals dribbling the basketball shooting free throws working on his footwork and you know i think back on my career and i think back on on where a lot of our sellers are today with covid19. You know, I, were, I sold through um, 9-11. I sold through uh, the financial crisis, the mortgage crisis in the 2000s. I remember when Y2K was a big thing. So you have these outside influences. And when I tie it back to what Kobe did, you know, he, he focused on the fundamentals. He says, okay, these are obstacles. We're not gonna, we're not gonna discredit these things as, as not being real. They are real. Right. So we try to teach sellers lead with humility, but also purpose and, and really focus on the fundamentals. Right. Right. What do you do for a living? Like what, what great things can you bring to customers and focus on the, on doing the small things well, and the big things usually take care of themselves.
1: Yeah, we have another saying we, we say a lot is that you have to participate in, in your own rescue, no matter the circumstances. And, and that is also, I think, um, one of the differences between mediocrity and greatness. You have to own it. You have to put in the work. What would be your bottom line to all of this?
0: Well, for a lot of people listening that have participated in in trainings that I've done with our command series, my dad always had a saying, constant pressure relentlessly applied produces the desired results. And then I think back to that email that I sent out to our team inside of force management. One of the sayings I said was, I'd rather choke on greatness than nibble on mediocrity. Surround yourself with people who want to do the same. Right? As one of our other facilitators, Brian Walsh, says, success without a well-oiled plan is nothing but luck and timing, but lack of success with a well-oiled plan is a temporary situation. So I would say double down on, on the fundamentals, double down on continuing to challenge yourself and your customers, and surround yourself with people who want to do the same.
1: Yeah, we'll leave it there. Thank you so much for sharing a little inspiration with us today, Patty Mac.
0: Hey, sure thing, Rachel. Good talking to you.
1: Yes, thank you. And thank you to all of you for listening to the Audible Ready podcast. At Force Management, we're focused on transforming sales organizations into elite teams. Our proven methodologies deliver programs that build company alignment and fuel repeatable revenue growth. Give your teams the ability to execute the growth strategy at the point of sale our strength is our experience. The proof is in our results. Let's get started. Visit us at forcemanagement.com.
0: You've been listening to the Audible Ready Podcast. To not miss an episode, subscribe to the show in your favorite podcast player. Until next time.